Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from that first reading from the Book of Lamentations, chapter 3. Your friends in Christ, especially Kim, family, friends, students, and acquaintances of Al. The words of our Old Testament lesson for today are very appropriate for a memorial service for a history teacher because they are words that were written many years ago for people in a specific place and time facing particular challenges. Hear those words again. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Great is his faithfulness. Now, I'm not a history teacher, but I do enjoy history. And so if you'll permit me for the next few minutes, I want to share with you the history of where that promise was first made. The words of promise from God given to the people of Judah approximately 2,600 years ago in 586 B.C. It was just a little while after the second siege of the city of Jerusalem by King Nebuchadnezzar II. Nebuchadnezzar II was the longest reigning and most powerful and influential king of the Neo-Babylonian Empire. Nebuchadnezzar was at the very height of his power, and the kingdom of Judah was at its weakest moment. If you want to learn about Nebuchadnezzar, head to Berlin, to the Berlin Museum, where they have the gates made of blue tiles that Nebuchadnezzar would have walked in and out of the city of Babylon and seen. It shows his greatness, his power. But you cannot go and see the Jerusalem of that day because it's destroyed. It was a dire time for the people of Judah. Their homes were all burned down by Nebuchadnezzar. The temple of the Lord had been razed to the ground. The Ark of the Covenant was missing. It was a difficult time. All that the people of Judah had known and loved was destroyed. The people of Judah had abandoned God years before. They had ignored God's word. They had worshipped false gods and idols. They even gave in to the social norms of their day, burning their own children as sacrifices to false gods. The people of Judah had absolutely turned their back on God, having decided they had no need for him. And even six years before the destruction of Jerusalem, the prophet Ezekiel had a vision in which he saw the glory of the Lord leave the temple 
because its people no longer believed in him. And having abandoned the true God, the people of Israel were left to their own devices. In their godless wisdom, they rebelled against the more powerful nation of Babylon, which of course responded by sending a massive invasion army that destroyed the city, burned the temple, carried off gold and riches, and all those who survived the battles were led off into exile in Babylon. It was there by the rivers of Babylon that Psalm 137 says the people finally had a moment to sit down and to weep and to remember all that had happened to them. This is all historic fact. It all really happened. And I'm sure that Al even talked about the Babylonian Empire in some of his classes. So be a historian for a moment and think about those people weeping on the shore of the Tigris River, far from their home, dealing with terrible tragedy, who had lost their homes and their loved ones. What words could you say to those people in their time of sorrow? What words would you speak to give them hope? Where in the world could those people turn? It's at that moment that God spoke those words that we heard earlier to those people. It was at that moment that God reminded them of his promises to them. It's to those people who had everything taken away that God brings words of promise and comfort. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Great is his faithfulness. You see, even when those people of long ago had forgotten God, God did not forget them. Even when everything was at its worst, God still promised mercy. Even when all seemed lost, God promised love. God was faithful. He kept a remnant alive, even in exile. He watched over them in Babylon for 70 years before returning their descendants back to Jerusalem, back to Israel, to rebuild under King Cyrus the Great. God kept his promises and restored the people to their home. 
and more importantly, restored the people to faith. He showed great compassion and care for those people in the midst of terrible, terrible difficulties. I mean, surely the people did not want to be taken away from Jerusalem. Surely it was painful and they wept. Surely it was a hardship. But God worked through it to bring repentance and faith to them so that in the end they would receive salvation of their souls. God worked through terrible, terrible events to bring his people to faith, to bring them peace, to give them comfort, and to prepare the way for the Savior who was to come. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Great is his faithfulness. It was those very same words from Lamentations that I shared with Al just a few weeks ago when things were getting dire for him. When the end was drawing near, when the terrible diagnosis that he had been giving was bearing its final fruits, for his life. You see, Al was a history teacher who loved history just like I do. He understood the events that defined the past also defined today. He understood that the events of the past often repeat themselves in our world today. That we often make the same mistakes that our ancestors have and that we also follow in their footsteps. Al was able to place himself into the historical events of past peoples and understand how that impacts people today. When I first visited Al, he had just received terrible news, not of exile, not the destruction of his home, not invading armies from Canada, but instead, he'd received news of multiple systems atrophy, type C, of hospice care, the winding down of his days on earth. What a shock to hear. I don't think we can really comprehend what he must have felt when he heard the words from doctors and nurses. Everything had to be thrown into chaos for him. It meant the end of his job, a job he really loved and was good at. The end of bringing young people into history. It meant the end of the small joys in life, like taking the dog for a walk. As Al himself said, he even struggled at times to walk in a straight line. 
terrible tragedy, struggle. What words can you speak when someone faces that news? What words could you say when someone feels the shock? What could a person say to someone facing such a dire reality? Just this. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Great is his faithfulness. That's God's promise to his saints, no matter what challenges arise. It's a promise that God's love will never run out, that God's mercy will be ever-present, and that God will always be faithful, no matter what. Surely Al did not want to get sick. Surely he wished to continue teaching. Surely he wanted more time with children and grandchildren. Surely he wanted more time with his beloved wife. And yet, God worked through these difficult circumstances to sustain Al in faith, to bring to him Jesus, for forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. God allowed this illness so that Al would hear God's word, knowing that faith comes by hearing and hearing by that word of God. God kept all of the promises that he made to Al in his baptism. God's mercy to Al was new every morning. God's steadfast love never ceased. God was faithful to Al. And as I told Al, the most important way that God was faithful was by sending his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, to die on a cross for Al, for you, and for me. So I mentioned this morning, it was a historic event that mattered in the life of Al. 2,000 years ago, 8,000 miles from Lincoln, Nebraska, Jesus died for Al's sin. And not just Al, Christ took the sin of the whole world upon his own shoulders. Your sin and my sin. He bled for it. He died for it. He paid the price. He suffered for our sufferings. He died for our deaths. And what is more, he rose from the dead as well, promising that in him we too shall rise. Great is God's faithfulness. His mercies never end. Dear friends in Christ, Al will rise on the last day because Christ rose for him. As a part of God's great promise to Al, are the words of our gospel lesson for this afternoon. 
I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear that voice will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he is also granted the Son to have life in himself. He has given to him the authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel. An hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear the voice of Jesus and will come out. Just as Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead back in history, so too God will raise Al in the future. And just as Job confidently confessed, I know my Redeemer lives, and in the last I will see him with my own flesh, so too Al confessed his faith in the words of the Creed. Just as God remembered the Israelites in exile, God remembered Al in his suffering. God keeps his promises. Great is God's faithfulness. And all these promises of Jesus, of God, are for you here gathered as well. Kim, family, Friends, students, yes, you have faced a great tragedy in losing Al, in losing a husband, a father, a grandfather, and a teacher. Surely you wished that it would never have happened. Surely you wish there would have been a cure, or that someone else would have gotten sick. And yet, through it, God is still working. Through it, God's still keeping his promises. Through it, God still providing for you. He calls you with his word, calling you to faith in his son, Jesus. You, just like Al, have forgiveness in the name of Jesus. You have victory over death in Jesus. You have eternal life in Jesus. Since Jesus lives, so too will you. Yes, today you mourn. Today it's hard. Today hurts. So will tomorrow and the next day and many days ahead. 
But as you mourn, you mourn with hope. You mourn with faith in Christ. You mourn with the knowledge of how great God's faithfulness is to you, just like it was great faithfulness to Al. God will not forget you. God will show his mercy to you. God will fulfill all the promises he's made to you, just as he did for Al. Dear Christians, what word could we say today in the face of death? What hope could we possibly have? Just this. Steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Great is his faithfulness. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.